0: morning, heading down little Ingram's Hill, a little bit of foliage, just a little bit left on the trees as the sun pokes its robustness, orange, yellow, fucking blinding photons right through our face coming up to the east, going to set in the west later today, yep, Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation podcast, coming to you this 21st of November, 2021, I've got a lot to say, I'm going to get to it, Uh, I went to the Eagles game on Sunday, the family, uh, a good friend, very good friend afforded us these tickets, got us some awesome seats, we went out, my entire family and some extended family, and we took in the Philadelphia Eagles take on the New Orleans Saints, and Philadelphia won, good victory at home for them, a great game, great time was had, represented our first foray out into any sort of entertainment, like significant entertainment where you're out there among the public in the count of thousands, you know, I don't know, tens of thousands attending that game, so we did it as safely as we could. I was talking with somebody, uh, yesterday at the office, you know, a young woman, mom, got a five year old, she got a, some other children as well, working woman, not a prostitute, she, she works, family, you know, so, uh, very nice, and we were talking, had a little lull in the conversation, said, well, what else, what else you got going on, I said, uh, um, going to, going to Disney, we're going to go to Disney in February, I said, well, that's great, you know, she's yeah, you know, we're trying to do everything we can to, to, to do this, to plan this trip, but uh, we also want to be, like, sensitive to what's going on right now, you know, pandemic and everything, COVID times, she didn't say that, I just inserted that. Um, and I explained that, yeah, I said, look, man, this is great. You know, it's obviously you want to be safe as you can about stuff, but you also, it's important for us to go on it's important to us to take calculated risks in order to maintain our lives and, and you know, the moments that we, we got memories to make, man. We got life to live. Take your kids down to Disney. If you can do it safely, if everybody's vaccinated, if everybody's protected, if they come out with these fucking pills from Merck and Pfizer and AstraZeneca and pills that we can just pop. God forbid somebody can track this shit. Okay, I'm going to write you a script for this. You're going to pick that up at the CBS Pharmacy. This is the CBS Family Pharmacy corner of Godshaw Road and 113, would you like a fucking anti-COVID pack? So just like the z pack or Tamiflu, they would fucking theoretically prescribe these safe and effective medications to us that are, by the way, repurposed medications and, and pharmacological technologies. Don't go thinking this is something that somebody's made in their basement. Just, uh, maybe this will work. Imagine that. Just give me the COVID pack. You pick one up, fucking sit at home for a few days, a weekend. You purge yourself for this critter. And you go off of your goddamn trip to Disney. How about that? I explained that there's this, there's a little bit of guilt. I feel like if you're a reasonable, responsible person. If you're going to do something like that, go to an Eagles game with your family, and you know you you know that there's going to be judginess. You know there's going to be people who well, I wouldn't go to an Eagles game. Oh, I can't believe you're going to an Eagles game. See the numbers right now, or I can't believe you would fly down to Disney, you know, with Your family, your young family. What if something? They're thinking about them, of course, about you know what they find reasonable. And it's fair, you know, to judge on that. It's just only natural. But, <clears throat> some I'm saying is a degree of guilt that we all have, again, if you're a reasonable person, you just don't give a fuck. Just, there's, the ha- there's the people who are scared out of their minds and aren't doing shit, and they're annoying, although I can't fault them for wanting to stay safe and unscathed and alive. Sometimes they're a little bit, playing it a little bit too safe. They're like... Like, this is not the bubonic, frickin' bubonic plague. Thankfully, thankfully. It's not smallpox, thankfully. Doesn't mean it can't kill you. And then the other people who, they're just doing whatever the fuck they want. You know, nothing's stopping them. They're out there living their best lives. That's what they choose to do. That's on them, you know. But I think we should be conscientious. We should be considerate of others and, and all that. But we also need to live our lives. So it's interesting. It's you know, extrapolate that into uh, you know Thanksgiving, here are some folks who are like, "Oh, yeah, everybody's getting together except for such and such are." My one brother and his and sister-in-law, they're crazy about it. Like, they're not doing anything. They're not coming out. They think that we're taking risks getting together. Amen. Hey Everybody wants to do the time, do the crime, but doesn't want to do the time, I know. But that's the thing. You know what else is the thing right now, you sons of bitches? <clears throat> this is a little funny anecdote, just backing out of nowhere. Everybody else's kids are sleeping, they're off this week. I'm downstairs, my coffee's brewing. Little K cup, French roast. I got my little freaking teaching attire on, and I step in front of the mirror in the hallway, trying to get a full length view of do I look presentable. And the dog comes up, my freaking old dog, it's got cancer and shit, big freaking swollen lymph nodes in her neck, she's so sweet. She might be sweeter now than she's ever been in her life, And she's doing well. I just took her out, take a big old shit, sniff around, see what these other dogs are up to. (coughs) So she's standing with me in the hallway, dad, what are you doing next? And some drunken guy goes walking by. It's a guy old bundled up in the cold. You know, one of the standard walkers that I see coming through the neighborhood all the time. And he says... He didn't say anything. He walks by the front door or the fucking sidewalk out front. And Mommy's like, oh my God, Jesus Christ. So I looked over at the guy and I go, under my breath, I go, Jesus Christ, get a fucking (laughs) life. What the hell am I telling the guy to get a life for? Some old man, some retiree who's walking in the neighborhood, getting an early morning, you know, constitutional and trying to be healthy, trying to take in the outside. Probably gonna go inside and do crossword puzzles, fucking fart into the couch for the rest of the day. You know, guy's just living his life. The dog, my dog, barks at him through the window like he does every time. And I say, I say, tell him to get a fucking life. And then I laughed, I snickered at that because uh, of this lady with a little smiley face behind me. <laughs> Listen to my favorite radio show. <laughs> my coffee tastes a little bit like detergent, like it didn't quite get the shit washed out of it from the dishwasher, we've got a kick-ass dishwasher now, let me tell you, fucking thing will peel even the most hardy grime, wash that right away, we previously had this little crappy one, piece of shit. Builder's grade. Let me tell you something about Builder's grade. You motherfuckers. Fucking Builder's grade. Bare minimum. Jesus Christ. Surprised the fucking houses don't just fall down. Motherfucker, is there's something worth doing, it's worth doing right. Put in a fucking real dishwasher. Put on some fucking roof shingles that aren't going to fly off into the atmosphere. Put on a fucking garage door... It isn't a piece of tin foil. But with a weak ass fucking door motor, you fucks. You cheap motherfuckers. If they would have asked me and said, hey man, if they would have said, listen, sir, I mean, I'm going to tell you, dishwasher's going to come with it. It's really not the best dishwasher. Here I'm thinking, oh, it's got to be some sort. It fucking sucked, man. Been in this house for, ten, for less than a decade, and this fucking little bullshit keeps happening i fortify this fucking house. Make it a fortress, damn it. Thankful for what I got so I'm thankful. So to tell you what else is an issue... I'll tell you. People need to calm the fuck down. People need to see the reality for what it is. And I've alluded to... I've said this before in many different ways, but it's worth hearing again. You know, what's got society frazzled right now, what is the instigator, what is the villain, what is the great evil in our society right now, is the virus. You realize that that is what's starting all this shit. It's like... At Thanksgiving, you got that one sister-in-law who's just a fucking cunt. I don't have any that are like that, but not really. But you that—you got that one family member who's just a fucking asshole. And they stir shit before the event. And they send text messages and have little calls. And, oh, okay, such and such, they want us to bring this. We don't want to bring that. I hope they don't make this. And whatever, they just make trouble. There's a person now saying that there's an instigator. You ever wind up, like, you know, fight with your buddies? You're like, hey, motherfucker, I'll kill you. And you realize that, wait a second, this is over somebody else. Some party that's not going to wind up with a black eye. It's like a shit stir. The pandemic is a shit stir. okay? Why are your fuel prices going up? Well, because it's fucking the pandemic. That's why, All right? Can you imagine, you know virus shutting things down, and people getting sick, and people out of work, and restrictions causing slowdowns and all that stuff. We needed to do all that stuff, okay? It's the best that we could have put together to avoid losing more people. We're already, I don't know, 600, 700,000 dead from this pandemic, cause of death, COVID-19. So it is a fucking thing, and the precautions needed to be taken and they were taken under a bipartisan administration. In other words, we had two presidents here. Trump started the shit. If you wanna blame it on Biden. And Biden's here now, and he's doing the same thing. Okay? Carrying it off. And trying to move on. You wanna know why there's inflation? Well, the pandemic is a fucking major instigator on that. You know? You wanna know why people are at each other's throats about, you know, masks, masks or no masks, or vaccine or no vaccine. It's all about this one issue, this one invisible bad guy that, no, we can't strangle it. We can't smack its face. We can't tell it to go get a life. It's not a human being. It's an inanimate, you know, some say inanimate, infinitesimal object. This, the size of this. It's very minuscule, and it's very many of these things. Just something that goes, that blows through the community like, like the wind. You know, hundreds of years ago, we wouldn't have much clue what was causing people to get sick. You just start to see people get sick and die and suffer all kinds of crazy things. friend, my friend, <laughs> that's my friend fucking, uh, master at arms, she runs, and I, anytime I see her, I give her a little beat, ooh, a blue heron, flying through the community, ah! I'm gonna cruising around looking for a nice creek or a pond. These kids walking to school with their little book bags and fucking kids got a violin. Someone's got a cup of coffee or something. So the pandemic is the fucking instigator. But and I, I'll say this because God, the world is fucking falling apart at the seams. Or our communities are. You know, I had a patient come in yesterday in the morning. He said, "Yeah, lucky I didn't think I was gonna be here." He gets in some altercation with the neighbor, they park on the street, and he was parking on their side of the street, or they're parking on his side of the street, and next thing you know, the guy across the street's got a hammer pulling out of his trunk and, you know, threatening my friend with a hammer. So that's unfortunate, right? We don't need anybody to get hit with a hammer or anything like that or killed. My friend is not in the best of shit, um, health. And he's certainly not in any position to be throwing down to anybody. He's in my, in my adjustment room. He's like, yeah, come on, motherfucker. And he's got this—he's this little guy. And he's, you know, 60 years old. And he's got his hands up like he's going to do something. And the guy like, yeah, can't do it with your hands? You want, you got to use a hammer. And so the guy went to the police and then he went to the police. And, you know, you can imagine this going on forever, you know. A feud, some sort of resentment, hatred. Of neighbors and all this stuff. It's just dumb. Nobody needs any ill will. And then you got the, I told you about the freaking. I did a little discussion about the current event. What um, the fuck's the kid's name? Rittenhouse, Kyle Rittenhouse. That's a big deal now, right? And there's elements of the right who were, you know, Ted Nugent told me give them unlimited ammunition. Um, you know, there are people who would adopt him. You know, adopt his uh, as a as a pet cause, and you know, have him come speak at a you know, a rally or something like that. You know, because he was trying to you know, yeah. We talked about it. He's trying to do trying to do something good. I'm sure that what he felt he was doing was an act of patriotism protecting you know, protecting a uh, property protecting people protecting his community he didn't agree with the people who were uh, marching in protest or or now he said he did that he's actually a, a he has no problem with Black Lives Matter he doesn't want things to be didn't want the communities to be burned down and looted and all that. So he's like an anti-looter. Anti, I guess you could say an anti-anarchist. Um, trying to be, do something right. And I can see somebody feeling like that. Anyway, despite the circumstances of his trial and all that. Some people are dead. He shot and killed two or three people. And they're dead now. You know, so the question is, is this how we need to settle our problems? Is it necessary for us to behave like this? You know. Not just on the national scale, but think about it. Think about, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Think about how symbolic this is. You know, that we should try to just be thankful. Try to just be not assholes, you know? Treat one another, you know, recognize one another as brothers and sisters, and, and look after people, and be kind. positive, be optimistic, something, right, another guy, there's this thing uh, a couple days ago, somebody drives a fucking truck, an SUV through a Christmas parade, runs over dozens of people, runs them over full speed. There was a, a group called the Dancing Grannies in in Wisconsin, and they're among the the uh, parade walkers. There was a parade in Lansdale here over the weekend. People trying to celebrate things. People trying to trying to rejoice. You know, I know people who work that parade in Lansdale here. We do it every year. You know, we walk with them and, and you know let it's a good thing, man, it's, it's, it's trying to be positive, and that's, I don't want to go to a fucking parade, but you got people driving through parades, knocking over, and killing a bunch of freaking the, you know, the grannies, the, the dancing grannies, Can you imagine that, you don't have to imagine it, it fucking happened, 40 people injured, last count I heard, and five dead, And the guy's, he had a, he just got off on bail for doing something like this before. So he's got a long rap sheet. He's a man of color. So people are going look to look at that, look at his deed, and probably connect it to the Rittenhouse verdict or, you know, the seeming blind eye who, that's taken to certain segments of the population that do things and... And they get off scot-free while others, you know, are targeted and profiled and all that. You know, there's that comparison. There's that us against them. There's that otherization that that we all do. We all do it. Just like we're all a little bit prejudiced or a little bit judgy about people that look different than us or live on a different part of town or, you know poor hate the rich and the rich hate the poor think that they're encroaching on <clears throat> on their rights and on the things that they worked so hard to get. And everybody's just trying to get ahead in life and and, and, and live, carve out a little bit of, of the good life for themselves. But things need to throttle back, man. They need to calm down a little bit, because it's pretty zany out there, beyond people getting run over by SUVs or shot in the streets, there's just a lot of chaos out there, there's a lot of litter, a lot of vandalism, figurative vandalism and probably literal too, but remember I, I shared a while back in a podcast that there was a it was Malcolm Gladwell book that was talking the tipping point talking about how uh, in cities back in the 80s, New York City for instance, it was terribly dirty and littered with vandalism and crime and one of the things that they did to try to clean up the subways in particular was they cleaned up the subways and they, they any graffiti they went in immediately and cleaned it right off and cleaned up the streets, and just did clean sweeps like that. Literally, just cleaning. And they noted that as they did that, there was a change. Because litter, and refuse, and trash, and fucking vandalism, if people live in that, it licenses them to just disrespect everything. They will throw trash in the fucking streets. It's like I'm driving through this Upper Gwinnett community right here. And I don't see any litter. I'm driving past the school. Beautiful little road here, Hancock Street. Country on both sides. There's a couple plastic bags here and there. Coffee cup lids, but... You drive through fucking, like, the city. There's shit everywhere. There's unlimited trash. Just people living that close to one another. You know, if there was some regulation, if there was some, you know, like if it was the cool thing to do to clean, to keep your community clean and orderly, then society would be more orderly. There has to be efforts behind this. You know, you got to clean shit up. Send motherfuckers out there in the streets. Send, you know, homeless people out there who are on the streets anyway. Have them walking fucking streets and cleaning stuff up. Pay them. Big-ass infrastructure bill. Pay the homeless people to go around... And clean this fucking town. Pay them for it. Give them benefits. Take care of them. Everybody can do something. If we do that... Maybe, just maybe... We'll start respecting it. We'll feel better about where we live. But right now, there's a lot of, not just physical trash, but there's a lot of, lit, like, figurative trash. Trash ideas and trash moods and trash, you know, dispositions. People that are just angry about things and they're looking to fucking make somebody else angry. They're looking to take it out on someone else. And that's terrible. So that's how a lot of these things happen. That's how my friend almost gets hit with a fucking hammer. And that's how people get run over it in Christmas parades. And that's how, you know, all the people you meet today, the meanest of the mean, are just they're just pissed. They're hurting. They're upset, they're stressed. And they're going to They're gonna deposit that in you. That's the type of virus. Viral minds. Viral mindset. And inf- it's infectious, man. It's a communicable disease to be an asshole. So we gotta try not to catch this virus. The fuckhead virus. So at Healthy Balance, let me tell you. I don't know how many of you go in there, but, you know, people say, uh, and, you know, Emily at the front desk, she'll say, it's impossible to come in here and be upset. It's impossible to come in here and be angry or down, depressed. And she's right. And I explain to patients sometimes that this this is on purpose, you know, this is... All this is genuine. When you come into the circus tent that is Dr. O and Healthy Balance Chiropractic, it's zany. I mean, we got music playing. I'm telling jokes. My latest one is you say, I oh, know I'm crazy. Hey, sorry, I'm a couple minutes late. Train's out there. You know rushing around, you know, Murphy's Law, and they're like, yep, oh. so yeah, yep, yeah, Murphy's Law, and you say, <laughs> what is that, Murphy's, like, what, Murphy's Law, they're like, oh, you know, uh, you're gonna put me on the spot, <laughs> they don't know what the fuck it is, they know what it is, but they can't describe it, they can't uh, define it, so Murphy's Law, I believe, is like, what can ha- what can happen wrong will happen. And when at the most inopportune time. So you need to be prepared for that, you know. That's, things are just going to go wrong. Problems are going to occur. Murphy's, that's Murphy's Law. That I know it, that I believe would match some sort of textbook definition. Murphy's Law. And you say, yeah, it's kind of like Cole's Law. Similar to Cole's Law. And like, what's that? I so, and you take your hand, you make a little knife edge, and you go. Yeah, that's really finely chopped cabbage into a salad. Put some mayo in there, some vinegar. Really? <laughs> I got some motherfuckers yesterday with that. It's good if somebody's coming and complaining. And people usually come in complaining, you know. They uh, again, they're they're not unscathed by all this. They feel it. They feel the stress, the background stress, the traffic, the holiday struggle, the all the news stuff. They're aware of this uh, Rittenhouse trial. They're aware of this fucking SUV barreling through a freaking Christmas parade. They're aware of you know some guy that caught or he got he got caught poaching all these uh, bucks deer, saw some hunter. It's hunting season. He poached like, you know, he killed every buck that he saw. People just do things. They try to get over They do stupid shit. They make mistakes. They use poor judgment. There's a lot of stuff out there. There's a lot of bad right now. So what are we going to do? What are we going to do to get through our day? We have to employ some creativity. I'll be fucking damned. If I come in to my office and I let people shine all their bullshit on me, you know, now I, I'm ha- I want to hear that. I want to hear what they're dealing with because it's it's relevant to their well being, to their health. It is. This all has relevance. If they're keeping something, if they're if they got have a something that they're disappointed about, or a loss, or something they're struggling with, it is the place to tell me. It's, it's the right place to leave that, and, you know, let me know. I had somebody come in yesterday, said she had some health problems over the past year, and, and it's kind of woken her up about things. And giving her more clarity. Works a job that she hates, wants to start working towards doing something she really enjoys. Family she wants to spend more time with, all these things. Everybody's struggling, so it's important to hear these struggles when you're caring for somebody. But I'm gonna fucking not slight them. I'll, I'll listen to them. I'll receive them, noted. But now we're gonna laugh, and now we're gonna. What kind of music you like? And hey, what kind of plans you got going on for the holidays? Hey, you know what? You know, try to make people feel good. Then you're physically making them feel good. Tending to their wounds, doing a little first aid, you know? On their heart. Somebody gives a shit. And that's my specialty is giving a shit, but... You know, you can do the same. You can give a shit. You can go out into the world today and be a, go to battle. You know, you can be a warrior like this instead of, of a warrior. And what are your tools, you ask, you know? Just kindness, a Smile. love some sort of conversation letting people know that you care just tell them Like I said I've been've been I've been telling people hey and you know, I'm thankful for you I want you to know that I'm very thankful I, you know, I had a woman come in yesterday and said oh you know I always been in she's going to tell this story about how I went to this other chiropractor. And he really was aggressive with my neck and it hurt. And I told my husband, I'm never going back there again. Alright. Come on in. She's like, Were well, you doing anything different? Are you doing any carvings? Who did this ceiling? I did. Did your they say did your kids did your kids paint this ceiling? So that well, was my idea. But uh I started it, but I had many contributors, and I tell people, hey, if you would like to contribute, you're certainly welcome to, I'll paint one of these, I'll send you home with a white friggin' can of spray paint, and put this sucker in the back of your car, you want to paint something nice, a little slogan, a little, a flower, or some, something, like, mark up your world. Leave some art. Paint a rock. Leave it in the community. Whatever, there's a million ways you can help people. You know, volunteer at a food soup kitchen. I ain't doing that shit this, this holiday, but I, it's a good thing to do. I know people who, who are doing it, and I admire them. You know, there's a million ways. You just got to figure out how you can contribute. I bet you if you ask people, well, hey, you know, we're doing this thing. Uh, What can we, uh, is there some way that you feel you could contribute? Everybody's doing something. Everybody's bringing something. Everybody's, uh, I need some ideas how we can help, you know, help in any way. pick up trash, you can leave a nice message for somebody, you can send a text message to a friend, say, hey, I just want to let you know, I appreciate you, you know, it was nice spending time with you the other day, something like that, Uh, hey, I look forward, I hope you have a great Thanksgiving, I know it's been a tough year for a lot of us, but you know, let's move on, let's get through, through this bullshit, or instead, when somebody is complaining about something. don't overtly shut them down abruptly, you know, but make it clear that hey, I hear you, you know, but if there's any way I can help, I will, but let's friggin' move on, man bigger and better things you know, tell them a little joke, I like to say you know, life's a garden and I dig it come up with a little pun or a little something, make somebody smile make somebody think. Let somebody know that you care. You know, what Thanksgiving, I'll tell you one thing that's going on at Thanksgiving. There are a lot of um, moms out there, mostly, that it's like a labor of, like a slave labor of love. They love to cook the meal They love to see the joy on the faces. They love to meet expectations. Is this recipe going to be, it's got to be just like it was. Just like it's been all these years. Temperature's got to be perfect. Ingredients have to be there. Everything's got to be assembled. This is the way I do things. This is my process. Everybody get out of the way. All that shit. You know, there are a lot of people who do that. They, they they love that process. They hate it after when all the work is being done because it's exhausting to do this. But they embrace it, the challenge and they enjoy it and they want to see everybody happy. And it's like but it's almost it's a lot of pressure. It's like the entire holiday is on that one person. I ran across somebody yesterday, you know, who felt that way. And she was biting her tongue about you know, I have uh, some in-laws or whatever my one sister or kids run all over the place and you know, I'm into they just kind of tear ass around the house and make all kinds of noise and it's chaotic and I can imagine that I can imagine how that could put a major damper on on the good time This is real, you know. This is a thing. Or how somebody would feel like they got to do all the shit and they got to see their house. They got to get everything going on. Help me take the table. Help me put the leaf in the table. Oh, my God. You bring this over here. Can you bring this up from the... You know, it's like it's not fun also part of that equation right is that some people they like to they they covet that they love to be in charge and although it's a lot of work the pain in the ass to do all this work they love to be in charge man and so they wouldn't give up they wouldn't give that up they take offense if you try to assist. And that's a problem, too. That's a compulsion. That's an addiction. It's like everything, it's all on me. I got to do it. If I can pull this off, I get all the pats on the back. But then I'll fucking be exhausted. And, but satisfied in some way. So my point is, everybody should fucking contribute. If you're that fucking guy that shows up and nobody expects you to really do anything, carry in some... some uh, a side dish or something like that, you know, without getting, clogging up the kitchen, you say, hey mom, I just want to let you know, if there's anything you need, you know, if you want it's time to bring the food to the table, give me a heads up. Or if you need me to run out and get an ingredient, or can I do anything to make this easier on you? Or maybe there's that person, you know, who, you never get along with during the holidays, so standard operating procedures, you go to your part of the friggin' celebration, they go to theirs, you never talk, and go over and give them a handshake, say, hey man, it's good to see you, I hope you guys are well, hope everything's going okay, glad we were able to get together this year, or tell somebody when you're at the table, I don't know if you have this tradition, but I've mentioned it before, you know, we like to go around, especially when the kids were young, so cute, uh, yeah, you know, go ahead and tell everybody how thank you know what you're thankful for. I think it's a nice little tradition. Today I'm thankful for this. This year I'm thankful for this. Give it some thought. When it comes up, say you know I've given this some thought, and I want you all to know that as crazy as these past. Couple of years have been and we've been unable to do this. I'm glad we were able to do it this year. And I want to give everyone love and respect. And I want you to know that I'm there for you. You know, let's have a great time together and break the mold. You know, let's really start living. All the sacrifices we've made, we made them because we feel that they're gonna make our society and our family safer. Let's get beyond this and let's get ready you know for the living. Not the hiding, not the scared, not the misinformed, not the fighting over, fighting each other over things that we don't understand completely. Not the clashing of ideologies, but just the love and the reality that we all want the same things. We all want sunny days, people who love us, you know. We want our country to to survive and thrive and lead the world and be sensible. to, To believe that we're the good guys, we're the heroes out there. There's times that we have been the hero and there's times that we've been the villain. As I've discussed, that's in all of us. We are all the hero and potentially the villain. If everybody knew that, if everybody acknowledged that, I think that that would be an important step for people to realize that You know, we have a role to play here. If we want the best out of our people, out of our society, we have have a role to play. We have to be the change we want to see. All right, with that, I'm heading into class, you fucks. Tomorrow I got a freaking (laughs) crazy-ass long day. I'm going to go full throttle through the entire thing, helping motivators. At healthy balance. Stop in if you'd like. Had some very generous friends bring in some uh, Thanksgiving treats already. And uh, no expectation of gifts of any kind, but want to stop in even if you don't have an appointment. Good morning. morning, All right. Thank you too, man. Happy Thanksgiving. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, just want to stop in, say hello, Even if you don't have an appointment, we're happy to have you. <clears throat> Give you a big hug, some well wishes, and then we're all fucking going to eat some grub, get together, and rejoice, and just fucking take the best of these holidays have to offer. You got to make it, Okay can just let it happen to us fuck letting things happen to us be a transformer be a change maker